Hello, world. This is Evan Yearwood. Welcome to the Evan Yearwood Experience Podcast. What's going on? What's happening to my people out there? How y'all feeling? Listen, this episode is dedicated to all of the people that are creators, that make content, that make videos, make music, or if you're not already doing that, are looking to get into that. I, I really want to pour into you today the people that um that want to decide to do something other than what everybody else is doing, right? Do something out of the box, start a YouTube channel, start a podcast, or maybe it's not something based on the internet. Maybe it's pursue a different type of career. Maybe it's, I want to get into acting. Maybe it's uh. Whatever it is that you really want to do, I want to pour into you right now and give you a whole bunch of inspiration and energy to start. Because listen, you're not going to be great when you start, but in order to be great, you have to start. You have to begin somewhere. This reminds me of when I met um, this this guy here in New York who's a rapper and um, I, I was listening to some of the uh, he was actually doing a performance and I was uh, freestyling with him because if you know me, I really like the freestyle, I love the freestyle rap. And he was really good. He was actually amazing. He was way better than me. And then when his performance came up, um, I, I listened to the song and the song was good, too, because, you know, sometimes people can freestyle very well and then they're not good at making a song. But he freestyled. And he made a grid song. So afterwards, afterwards, um, I was talking to him and I was like, man, listen, you know, the only reason why I wasn't listening to you yesterday was because I don't know you. If I knew who you were, do you think for a second I wouldn't be listening to your music? And the reason why I didn't know you is because your marketing for your business is not there. See, here's the thing. It doesn't matter how good your content is. It will die on your lips if you don't know how to market it to people that will listen. So I was pouring into him and letting him know, listen, you're great at making music. You know how to freestyle. Number one, if you're not already making a bunch of songs, what are you doing not making a bunch of songs? Because there's artists that make a hundred songs a day just to find that one song. Now, now let's say you're not thinking about being a rapper. Just take what I'm saying now and apply that anywhere. If you want to be a speaker, what are you doing not speaking? Right? You want to be an internationally known speaker. What are you doing not recording yourself talking? Right? You want to be a graphic designer. What are you doing not creating art? You got to create art. You had to develop the system of your content to create so that you can find that one piece that's great. You have to go through hundreds of your content or your work before you get good, before you can get into a groove. So I'm telling him, listen, if you're not already making a bunch of songs, number one, start making a bunch of songs. Number two, you need to start marketing you need to market yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, you need to find somebody that does. Find somebody that does know how to market and have them help you get your information out there. So let's say you're not at his stage, right? He's making music and, you know, obviously he has enough confidence to perform. But let's say you want to start 
You want to do something. You you want to you want to take a risk, right? You want to try to do acting, be an actor, right? But for whatever reason, you're not starting. Here here's a mental exercise I want you to go through right now. I want you to imagine that by the grace of God, you were able to live until you were 97 years old and you're coming up on your 98th birthday and everybody on your 98th birthday is there. You got the cake. And then after you blow the the flame off the cake and you make your wish, you know, your great grandkids start asking you questions. Hey, 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 grandpa or grandma, how is it? How is your life when you were younger? And although you have a, gr- a lot of great stories, you also have a lot of re- regrets, a lot of things that you wish you did, a lot of things that you wish you started. I want you to imagine right now that you're you're your 98 year old self and you're thinking about, man, when I was 23 years old, I wish I did this, man. When I was in my 30s, man, when I was 27, I wish I did this. Imagine that's you and you're saying what you wish you did. Now, what is that thing that the older version of you wishes you're doing right now? Do that. Do it. Start yesterday. Start yesterday. Start as soon as possible. Listen, tomorrow's not promised today. Next year's not promised today. Nobody knows what's around the corner. Nobody can peek and see what's going to come next. This might be the last time that you really have an opportunity to do what you need to do. Stop getting in your head about these silly excuses. But I don't have enough time. Shut up. Make the time. Oh, I don't have enough resources. I don't have the money. Well, what do you have? What resources do you have? Because here's the thing about people that have achieved incredible things. It's not always the resources that they started with that got them to where they wanted to go. It's the resourcefulness. You have to be resourceful if you don't have resources. So, Get rid of all these excuses because here's what's going to happen. Check that out. That's people. People texting me. Let me put that on silent because here's what's going to happen. If you don't, your life won't change. Nothing's going to happen. Next year will be a similar reflection of this year. And the following year will look similar to that one. And let me tell you something. I don't know about you. That's a scary thought for me. Living my life, not tapping into what I could be doing. Living every single year the same as last year. Nothing really changing. Falling into the mundane. Just lethargically walking through life. Uninspired. I don't know about you. That's not for me. And if you don't want to live a mundane life, you got to get out of your comfort zone. And here's the thing. Once you start, in order to keep going, don't beat yourself up. Don't get so down that people aren't supporting you, that people aren't viewing your stuff. There was another young man that I was talking to who started a YouTube channel. And I was telling him, listen, I don't care 
if you post 15 videos and collectively between all 15 of those videos, you get 14 views. I don't care. You keep making content because persistence breaks down resistance, right? The people that you know, maybe they're not the ones that's supposed to support you, right? If the people around you were the ones that were going to help you get to where you want to go, you would have already been there. So forget them, love them, but forget them, right? You got to manage your emotions. Don't get discouraged. You have to discipline your disappointment because if you can do that, that's what's going to keep you in the game. In the beginning, the most important goal is to still be in the game. If you can keep yourself in the game long enough, you'll get good. If you can keep yourself in the game long enough, you'll develop a reputation. You see, one of the things that I look at immediately when I come across a new creator or somebody that, you know, whatever, whoever I, I meet that's supposed to be prominent, the first thing I look at is their history. How long have they been doing this? How long have they been in real estate? Oh, you want to give me advice on Bitcoin? How long have you been investing? How long? How consistently? How recently? So when you stay in the game and you keep doing what you want to do, when people finally meet you at whatever point they meet you, let's say it's three years from now, you can point at all the stuff you've already done. And the views will come because people will now fall in love with your story. I got I could tell you countless people um, on YouTube that I, I, I look at their success. And the first thing I do, I look at their oldest video and their oldest video looks like garbage. It's, it's terrible. They're talking about some topic nobody cares about. But I respect it because they didn't quit. They didn't get discouraged. They discipline their disappointment, or maybe they did get discouraged. Maybe they did get disappointed, but they didn't let that stop them. And that's the real point I'm trying to make. If you've already decided, okay, I'm going to make this leap into whatever I want to do. I want to be an actor. And then you start going to auditions. Like, like, I don't know if you guys know, I used to be an actor. Let's say you start being an actor and you go on auditions and then you're not getting callbacks on these auditions. You're not getting a gig and it's been six months of three auditions a week and you haven't gotten nothing. You see, maybe you can start, but you just haven't developed that mental fortitude to stay in the game. But I'm telling you, you have to develop the mental fortitude. There's a reason only a certain percentage of people ever win is because they don't quit in the gutter. They don't quit during the part in times where it's really hard. In the beginning, see, when I was an actor, I was an actor from me being in middle school towards the end of high school. So I had about six years. Right. And briefly, I'll tell you a little bit about my story about that. I, I, I got into theater. I really loved to act. And I realized this is so much fun. Right. Like everybody's nervous to get on stage, but I'm nervous, but I'm more excited you know, to me, the nervousness was excitement. So I, I loved it. And then um, my cousin noticed that I really enjoyed acting. So she booked me an appointment with somebody that she knew who knew an agent. And I went to Manhattan 
and they had this like studio set up and there was like 25 other kids that were around the same age as me and we were all doing like a brief audition in front of the agent and after I went up right I just went in there I was confident I I just just tried my best and luckily I got a call back and they liked me and when I went back to them uh, I was there with my mom and they offered me an opportunity to be one of their actors and they would send me on auditions. If I got the part, they would give 15% of whatever I earned. And they were telling me about all the people they know. I can potentially get com- national commercials, maybe get into movies, modeling, whatever I wanted to do. Right. So I was like, sure, why not? This is awesome. And long story short, I started going on auditions. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever been an actor, but being an actor is tough because you have to get good at dealing with rejection. And in acting, it's a different type of rejection. See, when you're a man and you go talk to a girl and she says she doesn't like you, you get instant rejection. Okay, I, I got a boyfriend, right? Like that that's um girl's way of saying I don't really like you. Or maybe maybe they're a little harsh and like, nah, I'm okay, thank you. Okay, you deal with the rejection right away. But when you're an actor, they don't tell you that you didn't get the part, right? They'll tell you as soon as you're done with the audition, we'll we'll call you back if you like you. And now you're stuck in limbo for the next four days wondering if you got the part. And the first couple of times, it's like, okay, you know, you know, you're not going to get the first couple. But after 15 of those, after 23 of those, it's a little discouraging, very discouraging. And a lot of people quit. But for whatever reason, it was just something I did on the side. And I enjoyed going to the auditions. And it was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with this. I'm not getting any parts, but what am I losing? I'm going to Manhattan for 30 minutes and then I'm coming back home. So after many, many auditions, I got a part um, for modeling uh, gig and it was for this medicine, I think called hydroxyurea. Um, And ironically, the medicine was for people with sickle cell anemia. And they didn't know I had sickle cell anemia, but so it was it was a pretty cool irony that we were all talking about in the studio. But they needed some kid that looked like he played soccer. So I went there and they had me holding the soccer ball. And then they had a whole bunch of other pictures taken of me. It was like four hours of just constant photos. But I made thirty two hundred dollars off of that for four hours of work. That was incredible, but I wouldn't have got to that point if I quit every single time I went to an audition on the 36 auditions I did before that to get to that audition. So my point is you got to stay the course, right? And later on, I even got a part um, that aired on national TV on this show called NYC 22 and um that was amazing i was able to i actually missed the first day of high school in ninth grade because i was filming my part on that show and i remember like yesterday um i had gone through a bunch of auditions that i didn't get and i decided you know what this next audition they send me i'm just going to get myself deep deep into the part and pretend that i'm already the character right now so when i was studying the script 
the night before I got in the character. I woke up. I stayed in character. I ate my food, stayed in character, took the train to the audition. I'm in character on the train, walking to the audition in character, did my audition in character. And because they actually call that method acting, some actors throughout the entire um, film of filming whatever movie they're doing, they stay in their character. And basically, so I did method acting and they really enjoyed it. Uh, to them, it screamed how committed I was. They gave me a call back. I came back. I did the same thing and I got the part, right? The show is called NYC 22. You can look it up. Uh, it's on Amazon prime. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but, um, yeah, listen, success doesn't come instantly. So you can't have the reason why I was even able to get to that point, that part, be able to get paid for modeling. And I've done other things, too. Um, but the only reason why I was able to get there is because I didn't quit in the beginning when you're making content on YouTube and nobody's viewing it when you're trying to be an actor, when you're when you're starting up a business and you're, you're like a network marketing business and you're trying to reach out to people, nobody's really supporting. You have to stay the course. You have to take the bullets in the beginning, but fall in love with just doing the work. Because if you're so wrapped up about how many people are supporting you, then you won't get to the point where people are supporting you. Now you have a reputation because here's what happens longevity breeds credibility. The longer you do something and people know you to do something, the more credible you become. So you have to stay the course. Start right away. Don't be caught up in being perfect. Just get better every single week, right? In fact, if your first show or whatever you're trying to do is garbage, Get excited about that. So when you get good and other people are asking you, man, how did you get so good? And you tell them, listen, I started and I was bad, but I practiced. And then you show them whatever it is that you first did that was bad. That's inspiring. That's a story. You're making a story. So I want I want to pour into the people that. This is for people that are trying to do something new. They want to do something new. They're scared. They're afraid of what people might think. They're being judged, criticized, all that stuff. Listen, everybody deals with that. It's normal. And it's okay that you're afraid of what other people might think. There's a reason why public speaking is the number one fear in America above dying. People are literally more afraid to speak in front of a room than die. Public speaking is number one fear. Dying is number two. That's insane. But it's normal because you're human. We're naturally social creatures. But you have to push through that because if you don't, then your your life will be mundane. The 98-year-old self will be looking back and thinking, why didn't I take those risks? Why didn't I try to travel? Why didn't I try to go to Europe? Why why did I say no so much to things? Why did I say no to myself? Don't say no to yourself. Keep going. 
whatever. Who cares? Just do it. Get it done. Start today. Start yesterday. And then keep going. Don't get caught up who's supporting you. Look in the mirror and ask that person, are you supporting me? Because if they are, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's not supporting you. So take this energy. Re-listen to this podcast. Listen to it every single day. Send this podcast to somebody else. Let them hear it. Let them hear these encouraging words. I want to encourage you because who knows what can happen? You have no idea where it can take you. The right person that hears how your life transform. Be afraid of the mundane. Because check this out. If you don't do anything, nothing's going to change. But if you want something to change, you have to change. So with that being said, I hope this message finds you well. Send this podcast to somebody else, man. Let them hear this. You know somebody that has talent, but they're afraid to get started? Send this to them. Let them hear it. Listen to this every single day until the words seep into your mind and then you get enough courage to do it. Listen, if you don't have enough confidence in yourself, borrow my confidence and my belief in you. Borrow mine until yours comes. Listen to these words, etch them into your brain and do it and keep going. With that being said, take care. Have a beautiful life, and I'll see you on the next episode of EYE.